Hey, welcome to the Agency Blueprint, the podcast for agency owners looking to explore strategies for scaling a truly profitable agency, reducing stress, and getting your personal life back. I'm your host, Robert Patton, business coach and contract CFO to agencies. To download a free copy of my international best-selling book, The Agency Blueprint, go to creativeagencysuccess.com. Scaling your marketing and sales operations can sometimes feel extremely daunting. I wanted to chat with you today about some things that you can be doing and just to frame how it can be done that isn't quite as intensive and doesn't feel quite as much. So the importance of sales inputs and output metrics um, are incredibly important. Without understanding how each affect the other, your sales will truly suffer. And so I wanted to go through them with you and a couple other things uh, on the episode today. So the difference between input and output metrics is that inputs are the behaviors that you're actually going about. So the activities of what you're doing and the outputs are the results. So an example of this is an email input versus output is the emails, the total number of emails being sent. So that's the activity, the email being sent versus the output being the open rates and the click-through rates and the leads generated from the emails that are being sent. From a sales uh, perspective, the input could be the number of calls, and then the output could be the number of meetings that are scheduled from those calls. So having an understanding of the difference between them is important, and why it's important is that it's able to help you have an understanding of exactly how you can predict your sales in your agency, and what behaviors or what activities are going to be able to generate what X result in sales in the end. And you're able to truly increase and, and scale your sales efforts and your marketing efforts when you have an understanding of what the activity is going to generate what result in the end and understanding where the drop-offs are. So making incremental improvements. So when we think about being able to increase or scale our sales operations, we think about it in I have to double my output. I need to vastly increase the way that I'm actually looking at it. But realistically speaking, that's not what you need to do is that we need to have an understanding of where the drop-offs are and how we can make incremental improvements in order to be able to truly improve the agency and increase revenue and increase things of of how we're going. And so I'm going to give you an example on a side-by-side without even increasing costs, how you can actually go about making a pretty vast improvement in your agency. So let's say that your agency on an annual basis is generating 30 new clients a year at an average cost per project or per client at $80,000, coming to a $2.4 million total revenue agency. And so let's say that in order for you to do that, that you are generating 120 proposals in a given year. And for those proposals to come in, you need to generate 400 MQLs, marketing qualified leads, in order for you to get there. For those 400, and this is pretty good, but if you were to have 400 MQLs, you need to have 8,000 prospects enter into your funnel or interact with your brand. So that's what you're current, the position that you're currently in. So let's say that we're able to improve everything that we were just doing by a simple 2%. And that simple 2% um, can make a pretty drastic change in everything that you're doing, um, rather than having to make some substantial increases to the operations that we have. So let's say that we were to make that 2% adjustment. So rather than having 5% of the funnel, the people that interact with your brand and the prospects that interact with your agency, they were able to increase that from 5 to 7%. So rather than having 400 MQLs, we now have 560. 
And of that, so let's say that of the MQLs that actually generate a um, get into the place that we have a proposal, rather than having 30 of them, 30% of them, we now increase it to 32. So we now have 180 proposals that we're generating on a given year rather than 120. And so if we're able to then increase our proposal closure rate from 25% to 27%, that means that we're able to get to 49 new clients rather than having the 30. So that means that we have now 3.9 million in revenue rather than the 2.4. That's a $1.5 million increase in additional revenue from a 2% improvement. And 2%, I'm sure when I said it to you, it was like 2% doesn't sound like a lot. It really isn't. I mean, there's lots of things that you'll have to do and actually going through an analysis to get to that 2% and make some, some adjustments in the way that you're interacting. But it feels a lot less daunting when you think about it. And I just have to be 2% better in order to be able to do that. So when we look at this, if you were to say that I needed to go from having that 30, from that 30 new clients to 49 new clients, that's a 63% increase in the number of clients. So the way that most people think about it is that I have to increase my sales volume or my marketing volume by 63%. So let's say that if we had the resources to increase by 63% and apply that same amount of increase to marketing and lead gen and adding to our funnel while still also applying that 2% improvement across the board, rather than being at that 3.9 million, we would actually be at 6.3 million. So it's, I think it's incredibly important. And the reason why I wanted to go through those numbers with you and you're like, great, Robert, you just really just rattled off a ton of numbers at me. Um, and w the reason why I wanted to go through that with you is I wanted to show you how much importance there are on each stage in your funnel in each stage in the way that you interact with your prospects and your potential clients. It's so incredibly important that you have every aspect of the way that you interact with them curated, thoughtful, and helping them being able to take it to the next step and not forcing them from one stage of the funnel to the next or then one stage of your sales conversation to the next, but doing it in such a way that allows for them to actually see it as a natural next step for them, that allows for them to understand the value, allows for them to understand how it's going to benefit them, allows for them to be able to want to take the next step with you and drawing them towards you. So I, I work very actively with my clients in all of these different um, different ways that allow for them to be able to generate better leads, to position themselves better so that the traffic that actually hits their site, I mean, the vast majority of agency sites that I look at, they're, they're very vague as to what exactly they do. And I have to spend a fair amount of time going through that agency site to understand what do they really do? How do they really help? Who do they really serve? And it's very difficult to figure it out sometimes. And even though I work in this industry every single day. And when I go to a site, it shouldn't be that difficult for someone that knows the industry to be able to determine what that agency does, what they excel at, who they help. And it's something typically speaking, I'm not able to tell. And if I'm not able to tell someone that actually works in this industry, how is your prospect going to be able to understand? I challenge you to go take a look at your website and look at it from the mindset of who you're targeting. And tell me with, within that first 10, 15 seconds, are they going to know who you are? Are they going to know what your agency does? If not, no, the, I would imagine that just making an adjustment on that initial hero portion of your site is going to make a 
pretty vast adjustment in the amount of conversion that you're going to have from your site and just making sure that you're actually speaking to your prospect, that you've really thought about where they are, that you've really thought about who they are, and you've really thought about what their needs are, that you can make an adjustment just in that initial phase. And doing that thoughtful amount of adjustment and speaking to them throughout the entire time that you're talking to them, even from the way that you have conversations with them in that initial call where you're doing your sales qualification call to the way that you're actually presenting your capabilities deck to the way that you're actually presenting the proposal, that you're aligning it in in such a way that allows for you to really be able to better improve every single step. So let's say that we're wanting to make an adjustment in the amount of MQLs that we're able to generate from the funnel and from the amount of people that come into our funnel, right? That we want to be able to ensure that we are generating and maximizing the amount of people that are in our funnel. In a lot of instances, what I've, and even me personally, I've found that it, it becomes problematic is that I've received a number of emails saying, hey, Robert, I'd, I'd love to work with you. I, I need a lot of help in, in this area or in, the, in, another, in another. But what I end up actually having in what they've said to me is that, I don't think I can afford you or I think that my agency is too small for you. And that tell that told me when I was reading those emails that I am not being very clear on my marketing and who I actually help. And so making some slight adjustments was able to remove those components and was able to really adjust my lead flow quite significantly. And doing the same thing with clients and actually just thinking about, hey, every single time someone's talking to you, and every single time someone's actually having interactions with your brand and they're talking, they're asking questions, they are saying something, there's underlying things between every single thing that's being said and they're telling you a lot. And it's just listening to the subtext, it's listening to what they're saying to you that really allows for you to have some massive impact in your business and into your agency. So taking a look at how you're qualifying your leads, taking a look at to whether, so let's say on your site that as someone enters into your funnel before they're booking a meeting, you're asking appropriate questions to make sure that they are better qualified. But maybe there's questions that you're asking that are a little too difficult to, to answer, that they're the wrong types of questions, or that someone's having issues that in the last episode I talked about um, services that are heat mapping like Hot Jar or Lucky Orange that allowed for you to be able to um, make sure that you're watching how people are interacting so that you can follow up and make sure that you're making adjustments. So if you see someone filling out a form that didn't complete the form, why did that happen? Maybe you need to break the form into multiple steps so that the form isn't quite as long, which I've seen make some pretty um, pretty uh, amazing improvements into the amount of submissions into um, generating proper leads to making some adjustments even in the, the amount of closure rate, right? So making adjustments in that 2% amount of adjustment and closure rate from that 25% to the 27%, as I was explaining in that example, really, it, it, it really isn't that difficult. And it's what I end up saying and go through a ton. And if you follow me closely and watch the content that I put out, I talk about consistently making sure that as an agency, you're listening to your prospects. And if you just stop and take some time to listen to them, that 2% is easily accomplishable very easily accomplishable. I hope that you can um, take some time to be able to go through each different stage of how prospects and how leads and how your potential clients are interacting with your brand from when they land on your website 
to when they land on your social media page, to how, what types of emails you're sending out, to how you're communicating value, to how you're nurturing them, to what happens when they raise their hand, to exactly how you communicate and seeing the differences in how you've reached out to previous prospects and how you've reached out to different people and how you've actually communicated proposals, the difference between the wins and the no's and understanding even just writing down the objections that they have in those conversations so that you're better prepared the next time can just provide you with a ton of value and can really make some pretty huge improvements. And as I explained in that example earlier, at a $2.4 million agency, at that example of 30 new clients, you can have a $1.5 million improvement just by that 2%. So that's huge. I hope that has provided you a lot of value. If you have any questions, please do reach out to me. Would love to see you have some amazing wins in a very short period of time. Let me know. Thank you for joining us today on the Agency Blueprint Podcast. To find out more, go to agencyblueprintpodcast.com. For links mentioned in this episode, please check out the show notes. As always, go to creativeagencysuccess.com to jumpstart your agency today.